to retire into a soft life, you'll need a leg up on your retirement planning. Listen to this episode for tips and facts to use to your retirement benefit. So I don't have a salary which can you know, fund you know, paying off a vehicle. So I want to make sure that I've got capital in order to pay for a, for a vehicle every 5, 6, 10 years, whatever your values around cars are. Once you've taken all those expenses out, that would give you a fairly good idea of what you know, rand amount you're going to need when you get to retirement. Then you've got to plug that in and you've got to future value that. So then you've got to say, okay, well that, you know, 10,000 rand or 15,000 rand a month now, you know, with inflation is probably going to be, you know, 40, 50,000 rand by the time I get to retirement. So the, the big part of this conversation, therefore, is inflation. So you can't say that I need 15 grand when I retire in, tw- in 20 years time. You know, you've got to take that inflation into account. So I think that's where a lot of miscalculations come in. So you need to be able to increase that by inflation. Welcome to Easy Does It, a podcast by Easy Equities, where we simplify money and investing. No jargon, no complications, your cool guide to investing. So we're into part two of our conversation on the Easy Does It podcast with Craig, head of Easy Wealth. He's also a certified financial planner. So Craig, in part one, we focused on why it's important to save towards retirement. And now we need to focus on the how. And Easy Equities has a number of great instruments that you can use to build towards your retirement goals. And we're going to be focusing a little bit on the RA, so the retirement annuity. Craig, what would you say are the upsides of the the Easy Equities RA in particular? I think there's a few things to take into account when you're looking at any any retirement annuity in the structure. The, the first one would be fees. You know, that's probably up for me up there, you know, right at the top. You know, what fees are you paying inside your, your retirement annuity? And I think the upside there of the, the Easy RA is that it's, it is low cost, you know. So, and when I say low cost, it's, it's not going to be the cheapest in the market, but it's going to be low cost with lots of really good structures within it to make sure that you're getting the best investment structure so for me always looking at cost and being the lowest in the market and things like that for me it's a bit of a no-no you know i wouldn't like to see the easy equity ra being sold as the cheapest in the market i want it to be sold as fees is one thing we're very cognizant of fees but the structures underneath it are really really solid and it's going to you know make a difference into your retirement plan the next benefit i i believe is that it's on your app you know, so your Easy Equities app, you've got it, you can see it, you can you can change it, you can manipulate it, and you can see the growth that's happening on it. You know, so, so in terms of accessing the values and the contributions versus what happens in the industry at the moment where, you know, you might have to sign forms, you might have to go through a broker, you know, it makes it quite difficult in order to manage your own RA. The Easy Equity RA, like everything else on the app, is is easy. You can start and stop your contributions, Temple, which is which is quite cool. You know, so there's no penalties involved if you did want to stop it. I mean, there's no commissions and things like that. We know that. But if you wanted to increase or decrease, you're having a bit of a rough month, maybe like now in January, and you want to decrease your contribution from 500 bucks to 300 bucks just to get through the month, you can do it. There's no forms. Just go on the app and uh, and make the change. You've got lots of investment choice. But we've got bundles and we've got unit trusts, you know, within the Easy Equity RA. And you can go and select and choose how you want to invest your, your money within that. And then last one is it's so easy to transfer your RA from other providers to Easy Equities. Um, that's a massive, massive benefit of the, the Easy RA is that if you believe you're in a structure that's not best for you, Easy Equities will take care of that transfer process for you um, seamlessly. 
Yeah, Craig, you mentioned, you know, the bundles, the unit trusts. Who actually manages the EZRA and what are some of the costs that are involved? Because Easy Equities owns our retirement annuity, we have to have trustees and a principal officer that governs it. Okay, so that's almost like the, the, the board um, that makes decisions around the Easy Equity RA. And, and I believe the trustees that we have within our RA are um, best in industry in terms of knowledge, experience, trust. I work very closely with them. So the way that, that our Easy Equity RA is managed and, and, and governed from a legislation point of view is, is, is right up there. I think that's the first thing. Then in terms of how you want it to be managed as an investor, you then have the selection underneath that to go into, like you said, the bundles or the unit trusts. And the, the, the trustees have selected, um, together with investment consultants, the best bundle managers and the best unit trust managers for our clients. So we've narrowed down this really complex universe of funds that you can invest in. And we've said, here is, uh, is, is a handful of them. We believe that they're the best. And we've just helped you in terms of making that selection a little bit easier in terms of going into that. So then you could go into an Emperor Unit Trust, you could go into an Alan Gray if you wanted to. You you could choose which uh, which manager you wanted to go in and they would manage it on your behalf. And then in terms of choosing that RA, I mean, what are some of the things that I should take into consideration? Because they're all quite different. Is risk the central thing to be thinking about? I think the nice thing about retirement talking about retirement in general is that it's long term so it's, it's not like we're building an emergency account or we're saving for you know three to five years for a deposit on a house whatever it is you know generally when you save for retirement it's going to be long term so it's going to be 10 years plus so you want to go into something into a, an investment that has you know the growth opportunity so it's got lots of shares in it it's got lots of property it's got a bit of offshore inside it so i would look for funds that are going to maximize the growth over the long term. You mentioned risk. We've got a, an amazing tool on the Easy Equity platform called Riskalyze. So you, you can go on there and you can answer it's about 20 questions and it's going to spit out a number between 1 and 99. If you come out as a 20, for example, that's going to mean that you're a very conservative investor. If you come out a 95, it means you're quite happy to take a bit of risk. And, and, and by being in a risky portfolio, you're not going to not sleep at night because of the volatility in it, you know. So, okay, so your score comes out at 95. Then what we've done on the, the app, we've put those risk scores associated with each bundle, each unit trust. Uh, so you're going to be able to see, okay, this bundle suits an investor between 25 and 45. And you take your risk number and you can then uh, directly link it to that bundle or unit trust. So from a risk point of view, it is important. But having said that, if I had a client or if I came out at 25, a score of 25, for example, being a very conservative investor, I'm not going to put that client into a conservative investment if it's for retirement. I'm going to try and you know, educate them or teach them that even though you're conservative, you have to be in an investment that is geared for growth for retirement because then you're going to that's where your growth comes from that's where you know you're going to get the returns from you know so even though you're conservative let's try and move you into a position where you're going to get more growth in a more equity property sort of structure earlier on craig you spoke about you know the contributions can be increased decreased uh, perhaps you you're having a very rough january and you you know you need to reduce your your contribution or perhaps things are looking great and you want to increase it are there any limits on that actual contribution itself is there a minimum is there a maximum so with the with retirement funds in general we have um as taxpayers we have 27 and percent of our gross salary 
that we can contribute to any form of retirement fund. So if you're contributing, let's say, you know, 15% to your, your company pension fund, you have another 12.5% that you could contribute to a retirement annuity outside of that. So 27.5% is a lot. Um, so, you know, it is a hard number to get to, um, but that's the restriction. Um, and that, um, there is a RAND cap on that as well for 300, of 350,000 RAND. So you can't contribute more than 350,000 RAND to your retirement funds over a one-year period. And I know, Craig, earlier on you spoke about the app itself and how easy it is to do certain things on the app, you know, finding a bundle that matches you in terms of RAs and so forth. How does one activate their Easy RA uh, account within the actual Easy Equities app or on, 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 on the desktop uh, platform? It's really, it's really easy. You go into your account management settings. It's in the menu on the, on the top right if you're on the platform. And the next drop-down is going to be select... Um, or activate your account and you'll click on activate your account and you're going to see various options you're going to have your retirement annuity and you're going to have your pres your preservation funds so you would then click on your activate my retirement annuity and then that's going to just you know come and filter into your top wallet at the top next year's or tfsa all that kind of thing so it's going to appear on your top ribbon um, on both platforms and then is it funded like how I would fund uh, my TFSA or is it, a, is, it a, is it a debit order? How does the funding part of it work? Yeah, so both. Eh? So, so the same way as the other ones, you do a deposit directly into your Easy RA. Just a heads up there, just make sure that you've got your retirement annuity uh, reference number there when you're doing the deposit. So it goes directly into your RA. You can activate a recurring investment. So every single month, it's going to do a deduction of your bank account and it's going to go into that. And then the one piece of... Um, Dev that we're working on at the moment is being able to transfer from your Zara account into your RA and that's going to be ready in the next month or so. So you can be able to do an internal transfer between accounts into your RA as well. Which makes things very, very simple as well. And in terms of individuals who have an RA with another provider, can they bring it over to Easy Equities? So we call that process, the industry calls it a section 14 transfer. So yeah, that's a bit of um, industry terminology there. But what that says is taking your RA, not liquidating it, so not putting it, not putting it in cash in your bank account, but taking it from one RA structure and transferring it into another RA structure without any tax. And we have a, a dedicated department that does that. So you want to transfer it to us, go onto the platform, very easy to transfer it. We send you a link and we take care of everything from there. It's seamless and, and I firmly believe that Easy Equities has the best transfer process in the industry at the moment in terms of the way that we built it and structured it. Yeah, because I've heard so many horror stories of people trying to move it and it's just it's a mess and it gets complicated. So the fact that it's quite simple and there's a link and there's a whole department dedicated to just doing that, I think simplifies everything. And then Craig, you know, can one um, have a preservation fund in the easy equities space or what happens from that point of view? The same way to, to activate your RA, you would go into the, the account settings oh. and you'd activate a preservation fund. Um, so you'd activate it. And what it's going to do there is it's going to uh, then ask you to get in touch with our retirement team. Again, also a dedicated retirement team in terms of preservation funds. And they, you are going to then link them up with where your pension or provident fund is being transferred from. 
they will take care of that process in terms of transferring. So you don't take care of transferring the cash over into a preservation fund. The two administration teams need to, you know, chat behind the scenes and get different forms signed. And once that money lands in your preservation fund, we let you know, and then you can go and invest it inside your preservation fund. So once again, we take care of that whole process for you. Very, very easy. Um, Craig, you know, when I was doing research on, on retirement and looking at all the various options, Regulation 28 kept coming up. What? What is Regulation 28? Yeah, so Regulation 28 is, you know, we can call it a restriction. The Pension Funds Act has put on anything that forms with, falls within the Pension Funds Act. So that is pension, provident and retirement annuity slash preservation funds. So all those funds are governed by the Pension Funds Act. And what they've said is we're going to limit the amount of risk an investor can take inside one of those investments. There's pros and cons to that. So there's we, we have a lot of investors, a lot of clients who say, well, I want to manage that risk myself. I don't want an institution to manage that risk for me. But at the end of the day, we've got that regulation 28. It is in place. And what they do is they say you're only allowed a maximum of 75% in shares, 25% in properties, and 30% internationally with maybe a little bit extra of 10% in Africa. So now what a manager has to do, so when you talk about managers, we talk about the, the likes of Ellen Gray, Emperor, uh, Coronation, they now have to manage their funds that are sitting inside retirement annuities to be Regulation 28 compliant. So you as the investor, if you're investing inside an RA on the Easy Equity platform, all the funds that are available there are Regulation 28. So you don't have to worry about you know, ensuring that you are compliant. We make sure that the managers are, are compliant within that structure. So it's almost like you could see Regulation 28 as like a recipe to actually a recipe to bake a cake and the managers sort of mixing and matching to get the right type of balance for you. Yes, exactly that. Exactly that. Managing that recipe within the guidelines um, that the Pension Funds Act um, has set out, you know, for them. So again, you want to be in a fund that is regulated by 28 but it's taking full advantage and it's pushing those limits um, of 75% in equities and the offshore and the property because, again, those are those growth assets. Craig, I, I want to just get a little bit personal and talk a little bit about your own RA. Um, I was reading that you mostly invest in the Emperor Balance Unit Trust. Um, what's so appealing about this particular unit trust? I know Sean and Sikhle, you know, really well. They're the two asset managers with, uh, within Emperor. I've had lots of conversations with them around their investment philosophy and their strategy and the way that they do things. I just really love what their focus is, you know. So, so that, so, so again, for me, they focus on growth assets. They, they, they focus, you know, quite a lot offshore, um, according to the regulations that they've got. They focus a lot on technology, which I think, you know, a lot of the world has moved towards and is going to continue to move towards. Their fee structures are good. Again, that the fee healthy fee thing comes up. So, so the fee structures within that fund is is really really good. And I think for any investor out there, you need to be comfortable with the investment strategy and the investment philosophy of the fund manager that you're going into. If a friend of yours or a family member says to you, oh, you know, I really like this fund, um, it's giving me great returns, don't just go and invest in it. Go do some research behind the scenes, go look into it, look at the manager, look at the people who are behind the scenes, look at the strategy. Actually, all of the fund managers, you know, they have to have a, a minimum disclosure document and on there, it's got who should invest or who is it appropriate to. And have a read on their fund fact sheet, just that little section, it's probably a couple of paragraphs of who should invest in the specific fund. And that should talk to your own investment needs. 
you know so if it doesn't go and look for one that speaks to you one that you are confident to invest in Ah, oh, that makes so much sense because now you you know you can you can do the risk part of it, but then you can still read about these individual ones and see what's in there is it just right for me. And I think that makes quite a lot of sense and almost get a sense of who your baker is and uh, who are they baking this cake for, which I think is really really cool. Craig, in in the work that you do around wealth and and helping people to reach all types of of financial goals, have you ever you know encountered an individual that has blown their retirement plan out the water? They've made a couple of mistakes in terms of retirement and were they able to, to recover? I'd, I'd, be, I'd be curious for you to share a couple of stories of, of individuals that you've interacted with. Yeah, sure. You know, if, if we had a couple of hours to chat, I mean, I'd love to share all the <laughs> stories that I've, uh, that I've had. But I think that's one of the, the reasons why I'm so passionate about retirement and, and investing and saving for the long term, because I've seen the good and I've seen the bad. I've seen clients who have made some serious mistakes. And I'll be fortunate enough to learn from those mistakes, you know, and, and understand where they went wrong and, and, and what happened and, and just have those conversations with my clients so that they can learn from that. So there is good and bad. I mean, you know, I had a, I had a pilot who, who had been at an airline for, for over 30 years. And when he retired, he went to partnership with a, with a friend of his that was in the restaurant industry. So he took a large portion of his retirement funds and invested into, into a few restaurants. He didn't know anything about cooking and about alcohol and about people. And uh, he just didn't know the restaurant industry. And, and un- unfortunately, those restaurants closed down. So he lost half of his pension fund within the space of a year that took him 30 years to accumulate. You know, so, so for me, the lesson there is, you know, when you are retiring, don't invest in something that you don't know. You know, like understand it. That maybe you could earmark five percent of your of your pension that have accumulated, and you can put it into something that's very high risk, which a restaurant would be. But be a little bit more, a little bit more careful when your money when it comes to retirement. I think over the years I've seen lots and lots of people who have left their their employer and moved to another job. They take their retirement funds out. You know, and so what they do there is they cash in their, uh, their pension fund at the problem and they pay a hefty amount of tax and then they use that money for lifestyle purposes. You know, they'll, um, they'll go and buy a new car, they'll go and buy a new TV. Um, you know, some people, a lot, a lot of investors will take that money out, pay the tax and put it in their bond. You know, so for me, it sounds like a, a financial savvy thing to do, but you've paid tax on that. You've taken something that was earmarked for retirement and you put it into a lifestyle asset. So for me, the lesson there is always keep your retirement funds as retirement funds. Never fund a lifestyle asset with a retirement fund. And I've seen that mistake over and over again. You're increasing the value of your lifestyle, but you're decreasing the value of your retirement. So I think there's a there's a big lesson in that. So the last story, if you've got some time, is um, is I had a, I had a I had a client who who retired very very successfully. He had been at the same employer for 35 years. He retired with three and a half million rand. And for him, that was perfect. He could retire, he was happy. But when we were doing his financial plan, we had seen that he had been invested in a money market fund for the whole 35 years. So what happened then, when he started at the employer, he was asked to sign a couple of forms. He forgot to tick a box in terms of the investment selection that he had. So he would have had money market, conservative, moderate, aggressive. He just didn't tick it. Um, and back then the default was, well, you just stayed in cash for that period of time. So for that full 35 years, he didn't look at his pension fund statement or ask some questions or make sure that he's invested well. So he retired with three and a half million rand. But if he had just ticked a different box and gone into the balance fund, for example, 
He could have retired with over 12 million rand in his retirement fund by changing nothing. Not changing a contribution, um, not investing more, just literally by ticking a box. So for me, the lesson there, Tepo, is that, you know, take ownership, understand your pension fund, your provident fund, your RAs, make sure you invested in the right structure that suits you and ask questions. Um, I think your last podcast with uh, with Terence, he spoke a lot about that, is ask questions. Don't be scared to ask questions and, and go to your HR department, ask them where your pension funds are because this is your future that we're talking about. So those are a couple of the mistakes that uh, that I've seen, um, you know, over the years. And yeah, they are the bad, um, but you know, nine out of ten times, somebody who's saved for retirement is going to have a very, very happy outcome. Eh? <laughs> Definitely. And and thank you so much for sharing those stories of very real individuals who've made mistakes, who've tried to recover things that you know ordinary South Africans are doing. And and hopefully by listening to this podcast, people avoid some of those mistakes. And I mean, Craig, you've shared some amazing information. You've changed the way that I think about retirement. I always thought you know it should be an RA or a pension fund, and that's it. But I never thought that there's other things that you should consider as part of your retirement plan as a whole what would you say is the is the key takeaway for you the thing that you want the easy community to take away from this conversation the, the key takeaway is is live for now but have a focus on the future you know understand what the future looks like understand where you want to go learn from previous mistakes learn from friends who might have made mistakes learn from friends or family that have might have made some mistakes learn from that learn how to fix it learn how to correct it and invest for the long term change your investment mindset to being 10 15 20 30 years down the line you know don't invest for a year don't buy a share and thinking that you're going to get out when it reaches a certain point you know long-term game invest for the long term invest forget about it you know monitor it every now and again but your mindset is 10 20 30 years down the line Craig, thank you so much for joining us on the Easy Does It podcast. You know, every time I speak to you, you simplify things. Um, it just feels like, uh, you know, it's two mates just having a conversation about money and sharing stories. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Apple. Appreciate it, man. Have a good one. Easy Does It, that's how we do. A big shout out to you for hanging out with us. Don't forget to subscribe. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think of this episode on Twitter and Insta. Our handle is at Easy Equity.